Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about defining success and more importantly, who is defining success? What is your reference point? Who is creating that reference point? Because that is, isn't that an interesting thought? Who is creating your reference point? Well, what is a reference point? A reference point is, is what I mean by like, what point are you referring to, to know whether you're being successful or not? What point are you referring to, to know whether you're on the right path? And then what is success and who is defining that for you? I'm really excited to dive into this a little bit today. So there, there are goods and bads of social media. Let's just be honest. There are goods and bads of it. I still remember sitting down and deciding, I'm going to create an Instagram account. And I had no desire or no thought of creating a business. It was purely, I was falling in love with the process. I had just dropped 30 pounds. I was fitting in my um, pre-pregnancy clothes again. That was really exciting for me because everybody had told me the weight would just fall off and it didn't. So that was frustrating. So then being back in those pants, not having a muffin top with it, being able to button the top of them, that was really, really exciting for me. And because I had some back issues um, and I couldn't do my running anymore, I couldn't deal with that jarring of the running on my low back. So I had turned to weightlifting and I was falling in love with weightlifting and I was seeing just such great results between the calorie deficit and the weightlifting. And I wanted to create an account because I thought it would be a fun way to connect to people who were also enjoying the same, you know, weightlifting and becoming active and stepping into the best versions of themselves, not just on a physical level, but just even just, you know, having goals and going for them. And I wanted to find people like that. And I wanted to be inspired by people like that. And I was really excited to start this account. And I was also loving learning things. And so with weightlifting, and so I was really excited. And I still remember sitting there. I remember I was at the rec center because that's where I went to. I didn't go to a regular gym at first. I went to a rec center because I felt very self-conscious at a regular gym. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't look the part. And a rec center was really safe for me. I was surrounded by 70-year-old people. They were awesome. They were like cheering me on and, and clapping as I, I remember looking up from a preacher curl and I'm just like hitting failure and going so slow and giving it my all. And I looked up and I saw this woman just staring at me, this older woman. And when I was done, I'm not even kidding you guys. She gave me like one of those slow claps that built. And then she was like, yeah, yeah. It was the best thing in the world. I I loved that. That was such a safe place for me to get comfortable in the gym. And then I kind of ran out of equipment to use there. And so I turned to going to a regular gym and, and, but it was a good stepping stone for me. So I was at that rec center when I was sitting there thinking, what should, what should my handle be for Instagram? I'm going to start an Instagram account. And the thought lifting Lindsay came into my mind. And I was like, well, that makes sense because my name's Lindsay and I like to lift. But there was this also this small part of me that 
wanted the name to be a little bit more too. Wanted it to be about a little bit more than just lifting weights. But um, I don't know. There was this idea of like, maybe I could help lift other people because I love educating and teaching and 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 maybe I can lift some somebody up that is having a hard time. And so yes, my name is Lifting Lindsay because I love lifting weights, but um I hope that I can make it mean something a little bit more than that. But I have seen the joys of social media. I have connected with people like you. I, I've built some like fun online friendships, I feel like, with it. I've had an opportunity to serve people and educate and help. And I am so grateful for that. Never in a million years when I started that account did I imagine uh, what a blessing it would be in my life and my family's life. And and maybe other people's as well. I, I, I would hope so. I would hope that... Um, I could fill that name with a little bit more than just about weights. But anyways, the, there's this great part of social media, but there's also, you know, the bad side. And I've kind of been on the receiving end of the bad side, but, but there's a little bit more than just people talking bad or negatively or harshly to one another in, in unkind ways. There's a little bit more to it than that. Sometimes I think that our perceptions can easily change due to the amount of time that we spend on social media. And then also with the types of accounts that we choose to follow. You know, there's nothing wrong with following somebody because they inspire you, right? I would hope majority of the people that I follow are are education-based. That's actually... I, I used to follow a ton of people because they inspired me. And then the more educated that I became, the more I realized I I want education. And so I, I shifted and I, I unfollowed a bunch of people and I started following more of educators and motivators and those people that made me feel like I could rise up instead of make me feel like there's a goal and you can never get to it, Lindsay. And so I started really filtering filtering through my social media. You know, I really think that we need to be very cautious and careful about the people that we follow. And that is why I will never be offended if somebody unfollows me. In fact, if for one reason or another, if I'm not healthy for somebody mentally, emotionally, physically, I would hope that they would have control over, that they would take control over what they allow in their minds for whatever reason uh, and unfollow. I would hope that they would do that. And I would, I would strongly encourage them to do that. I think what I have seen with social media is sometimes we allow people to create goals for us, goals that we don't even really want, or maybe we didn't think we needed. And now we all of a sudden... At first, maybe it was a want. Oh, I want to be healthy. I want to be more fit. And then we start following people who are really fit and really shredded and very dedicated. And that's wonderful. And that is motivating for them. That is great. What a great place for them to show up and and motivate people and inspire people. That's wonderful. But have you ever noticed, have you been that person? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. 
where the longer you follow certain individuals, it's almost like they shape your goals. You were fine where you were. And now all of a sudden over watching them over a period of time, instead of feeling like you're doing great, all of a sudden, all you can see is the gap between where you are and where they are. And then you, you use them as your reference point and you start trying to fill in this gap. That, that really is a, maybe a want, but because you followed them for so long, all of a sudden you feel for one reason or another, it shifts from a want to a, oh, I need, I need to look like that. I need to be like that. No, if I'm being really honest, this past week has been um, a hard week for me. And, and this is just totally normal. This is part of life. We go through a natural ebb and flow of, of feelings, of feeling super, super happy. Maybe you're having a hard day. You know, you can't be blissfully happy every single day. I mean, there's hard days. There's, you know, the, the feelings will rise and fall. There are some days that I feel really good about where I'm at in life. And and what I mean by that is just like, and, and everything just depends, right? I shouldn't say just life, some blanket statement. I feel good in life because life has a lot of categories in it. Some days I feel really good about where I am parenting. And the next day I'm like, how did I feel that good yesterday? I, I, you know, made this mistake and this mistake and this mistake, right? And, and immediately I start I start comparing, like, why am I feeling like I'm lacking so much? What reference point did I create in my mind or was created externally for me that now I feel like I'm not as good as I felt like I was yesterday? Did that make sense? So as part of, you know, the Lifting Lindsay Walking Book Club, we're reading this book called The Gap and the Gain. And I love how he breaks this down, that a lot of times we will get an external reference point of what success is. And as we're trying to move towards that, all we can see is the gap. Instead of looking behind ourselves and using ourselves as a reference point and looking behind and saying, wow, look at all of my gains look where I was last year and now look where I'm at. That's amazing. So his question throughout the book is, are you in the gap or are you in your gains? Right? That's, that's amazing. Today, I was really excited. I had an app user. We started a new program today. It is, uh, today is April 18th, or I guess that was uh, yesterday, April 17th is when I'm recording this. And we started a new program. And in my personal program, Train With Me on the app, we've started including some pull-up work because I want to start working towards pull-ups. I think it will be fun. And um, a lot of women are really excited to work on it with me. And I had one woman, I loved it. She tagged me in her story today and she said, I've never known how to use a pull-up machine. And today I learned how I'm in the gains. I gained knowledge today. And I loved that because there was, instead of focusing on, I don't know how to use that, it was, no, the gain is I'm gaining knowledge. I'm gaining experience. And she was able to look back and say, wow, isn't that amazing? She couldn't say she could do a pull-up today. 
She wasn't looking at the gap of, oh, you can't even do one pull-up. You know, Lindsay hasn't done pull-ups in a year and, and, and she can do 10 and I can't do a pull-up. I had somebody else message me that same exact message. They were so frustrated. And I was like, well, you're in the gap. And here's this other woman is like, I can't do a single pull-up, but today I'm in the gains. I learned how to use the pull-up machine. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. I love that, that that's what she's focusing on. But I want to go back to this reference point. A lot of times we look outside of ourselves for these reference points. And I'm, and I'm going to read a little bit from this book, The Gap in the Game. I'm going to read just a little bit because they talk about becoming self-determined and how important that is. And it's using your, in, and that process is actually using yourself as a reference point. So in the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, it says, to be free, you must be self-determined, which is to say that you must be able to control your own destiny in your own interests. And I'm going to now quote right from the book where it says, according to self-determination theory, a crucial aspect of motivation and thriving is autonomy. The more independence and ownership you take for yourself, your circumstances, and your life, the more self-determined you will be. Being self-determined means that you've made yourself the reference point rather than measuring against something external. Being self-determined means you are intrinsically, not extrinsically motivated. This doesn't mean you don't use externals as measurables, but you yourself choose those goals for yourself. And this part was really good. Being self-determined means that you've decided what success means to you. Not what it means for your social media fitness influencer, but what it means to you. You don't need anyone else's permission for what you want for yourself. You don't need to apologize for what you want either. How many times have you found yourself doing that? I mean, I've listened to people apologize for wanting fat loss. And I'm like, I don't care. As long as you don't feel like your value comes from this fat loss, as long as you know that this is just a want and it's not a need unless you're obese and unhealthy, it's not a need, it's a want and you have it in the correct place in your life because that's really, really important. So if you're coming at this as, you know, I think this will be fun. I want this. This will be exciting. Let's do this. Like, yeah, let's do it. And guess what? You don't need to explain that. You don't need to explain it to your mother-in-law. You don't need to explain it to your neighbor, to your husband, to your friend. You don't need to explain it to anybody. But do you know what the beauty is? When your goal truly comes from within, intrinsically, you don't, ha- you don't really have a desire to explain it to somebody else. If somebody else doesn't get it, you're like, whatever, that's you. This is me. Now, when your goal comes extrinsically from outside of you, when it comes from culture, 
or what, you know, that, that social media fitness person that you're following, what they say your goal should be when it comes extrinsically, you have a deep desire that everybody needs to accept your goal. And, and you find yourself explaining it over and over again. But when it comes from within, you don't need to, because you're just like, well, I don't care. Like, this is a want. I think we'll be fun. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for me. I'm not doing this for you. I don't need to explain myself to you. Do you notice the difference there? One is you're actually being genuine to yourself, having integrity to yourself. You also, the goal is in a very healthy place. You already know that you have that you intrinsic intrinsically have worth. You're not seeking your worth. You're not seeking approval. You're just like, you know, this is a want. I think it'll be fun. I'm gonna do it. That is such a healthy place to be. A lot of times women will come to me and I can tell it's an extrinsic goal. And I can tell that they don't love themselves um, because of their obsession and need. I need to lose this last five pounds. I need to. Why? Do you think people are going to love you more? Because they're not. They're not going to really care. They probably won't even notice the difference. Oh, so is this about you? Will you love yourself more? Why? What's really going on inside of yourself that prevents you from loving yourself? Because I don't think it's about the last five pounds or the last 10 pounds. Now I did have a client express to me recently and she's, um, she's incredible. She went from being obese and now we've gotten her, we we've dropped nearly a hundred pounds. And, and sometimes she expresses like, I'm mad at myself that I treated myself that way. And I, I understand that. In my family, there's there's been some addiction. And, and once in a while, they get mad at themselves. I'm mad that I treated myself that way. Right? So, so that's a little bit different. Being disappointed that I made some pretty bad decisions. I let myself down. I think that that's actually normal and okay to acknowledge those feelings. You let yourself down. You valued your body. You valued health. And your actions were not lined up with this value system that you held, whatever the value system that you hold is, not even just in fitness, but in other aspects of life, whatever value system you hold, when you don't act in accordance with that, you are going to feel like there's a little bit of lack of integrity. Things aren't lined up and I'm a little disappointed with myself. And that's okay to say that and acknowledge it. I can choose today. I can't go back and change all that from yesterday and the past year. But I can choose today who I'm going to be. I'm going to learn from that past. I'm going to change who I am today. I'm going to be the person that I want to be today and move forward. So today's episode really is just just a reminder. Don't allow yourself to be moved by these extrinsic influences. Don't allow yourself to be shifted by them. I, I will have clients who were going through a build and they are so excited. They feel like for the first time in their life, they are embracing food 
loving their body, focusing on strength, builds really do allow women to do great things mentally and emotionally and work through a lot of things, not just put on muscle, but mentally, emotionally work through a lot of things, realize their value and worth is so much more than their waist circumference or the weight on the scale. Sometimes I want to encourage people to do a build just because it's, it can free them from that. And then they get on social media and they see somebody else and that other fitness influencer that they're following is in the middle of a cut. And they're like, oh, I, I want that. I want to look like that. I want to be them. And all of a sudden, they it is so almost slow. Like they don't even realize what's happening. But after like a few weeks of, of watching this other fitness influencer in a fat loss phase and seeing them get leaner, all of a sudden, they find that their own goal that came from within that they were really excited about, that they knew that they needed to happen, that they're so proud of themselves. They were in the gain and slowly over following this person, they they move into the gap and they think, ah, oh, I, I want to do what they're doing. No, no, no. Don't get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked. Okay. Your reference point needs to be you, you. This happened to me this past week. Okay, so I'm going to be very hashtag vulnerable. I love it when people do that. Um, But it's true, I'm going to be right now. So I'm prepping for a hypertrophy camp and I'm really excited to go. Now I'm bringing my friend Val. My friend Val is incredible. So smart, such a hard worker. And she has an incredible physique that she's built. And... Me and her are going to be teaching this camp together. But guess what? It's going to be the Lifting Lindsay camp. And do you know what thought started creeping into my mind lately? I started thinking, oh, I'm going to be standing in front of all these women that are coming to the Lifting Lindsay camp, me. And Val looks way better than me. She looks way stronger. Oh, her glute gains have been amazing this year. And I started thinking about all that. And all of a sudden, I go from being so excited about how I can serve people, how I can educate people, and then even my own leg gains, glute gains over this past, you know, two years. I've worked so hard for every tiny little muscle fiber. And in an instant, I found myself in the gap. I found myself comparing to my friend Val, now I'm not going to look as good as her. Are people going to believe me? And will I lose credibility? All of these thoughts started coming into my mind. And then I found myself going into the gym and man, it just happened so slowly. All of a sudden I go from being in the game, being so excited to going into the gym and being like, I don't look like I know about hypertrophy. All, all these other people, they are doing some wild things and in the gym that borderline unsafe. And they look like they know more than I know because they look better than me, right? And all of a sudden, my reference point wasn't me anymore. I took it. And through my thoughts and where my attention went, I almost like I plucked it out of me and I started 
labeling all the people around me, reference point, reference point, reference point. And if it's outside of me, then of course there's going to be a huge gap between me and them. Right. And it was like an emotionally, like it was like a hard week. Now, a little background to this. I grew up when, you know, it used to be really popular to be really thin. And and when I started going through college or not college, but high school and well, yeah, and college, it was thick. Thick was beautiful, which is wonderful. I, I actually think both bodies are very beautiful. And I think it, you don't need to be threatened by another body. I think that both can be beautiful, right? I really genuinely do. Now, it can be hard in the fitness industry right now when thick muscular is looked at as being superior. And I have this background too of high school and college. Um, I was really made fun of for my legs. Um, I've always had very tiny legs. In fact, when I put body fat on after like my kids and even in college when I put on some weight, it, it just all goes straight around a big tire around my stomach. And so if I wear like a, a really big sweater and then like leggings, it's almost like you wouldn't have no idea, right? But anyways, I was made fun of a lot and I um, for my legs. They, they would call me bird legs and, and maybe people were just like, oh, she's slender. It's not going to affect her. It really hurt my feelings. And it wasn't just like funny little things. I actually had some boys in high school flat out tell me like, your legs are disgusting. You have no butt. Nobody would ever like you. Like flat out say these things. There was this one girl who said, my brother told me that I'm better looking than you because you don't have a butt and that's gross and no one would want to date you. I mean, like this is the kind of stuff that, um, oh my goodness, I am so glad I'm not in high school anymore. So I grew up just constantly being told that my legs were gross. And I remember in college, was the first time somebody said something nice about my legs. And she had no idea I had this background. And I was so self-conscious. I wouldn't even wear shorts. I played basketball through high school, but I was really excited because like the shorts were really, really long. So those were okay shorts, right? Because they were those really, really baggy ones. But when I played volleyball, it was so hard for me to put on those volleyball shorts because I played volleyball through high school too. That was the only time you would ever see me in shorts because I was so embarrassed about my legs because I got made fun of so badly. Um, in fact, one of the comments when, and I still, oh my gosh, guys, I'm like a 38-year-old woman. And I still remember this, putting on those leggings and hearing for um, those short leggings for volleyball and hearing somebody make the comments that they did about my legs. That was really, that was really hard. In college, I remember sitting around, it was my third year of school, sitting around and my cute roommate said, let's, let's play the compliment game. And I'm like, what is the compliment game? She said, let's go around and everybody say their favorite thing that they like about somebody else. And it was so cute. And one person would go around and say something that they loved about every single person. Then the next person would, it was just the cutest game in the world. Anyway, I sat there and one of the girls said, you have beautiful legs. 
She had no clue. I just wanted to cry. I had never been told that. I had just been made fun of my entire life. Isn't that interesting? So here I am, 38, and I'm like finally accepting my legs. Instead of focusing on what they look like, I'm trying and working through focusing on, I'm going to make them strong. That's the goal. That is what I'm focusing on. I'm going to make them strong. So that's kind of the background. And everybody has their thing, right? I remember sharing this on Instagram one time. And she said that this one girl, it was so cute. She said her whole life, she had grown up being so embarrassed about her freckles. And one woman said to her one day, I love your freckles so much. Did you know that when I was younger, I would draw on freckles. I wanted them so badly. And here she was just so embarrassed. I mean, we're all, it's its a little silly to some degree, but we all have these little things, right? And I, and I've, I've worked on it and weightlifting has actually helped me because it's allowed me to focus not on what they look like, but how strong they can be. And that has helped me so much really begin to accept my legs. So every time you see me post a picture of myself in shorts, just know that five years ago, I still wouldn't even wear shorts to the gym. I was, it was, it was hard for me to accept my legs. And um, anyway, so I'm really proud of myself for working through that and learning to, do you know what? I'm going to love them no matter what right here, work in progress. I'm going to love them. And so when I talk about these things, it, it is because I, I have been there or I'm there, uh, and, and I'm feeling it right. So anyway, so that's the background. And so this past week I found myself sliding back into the, I literally picked up a pair of leggings and this morning. And I thought to myself, oh, these ones make my legs look like sickly skinny. I can't wear those. And I, this thought just comes into my mind so fast. And I just stop. I'm like, Lindsay, how did you get here? How did you get in the gap? You were feeling so strong, so great. You'd worked through so much. And now, like, no, you are putting those on. And you are going to stand in that front of that mirror and you are going to tell yourself that you are strong and you are going to go to the gym and not think twice about those legs. And you're going to, well, not strut around, but you know, and those were really my thoughts this, just this very morning. And so it's one of the reasons why I wanted to actually have this conversation is because this was going on this morning. And I realized I had stepped into the gap. I My reference point had become other people, not me. I stopped looking at myself and celebrating myself and my accomplishments. And I just started looking at everybody else and where they're at and their hard work. So good for them. I want to be excited for them, right? But I can't do that if I'm making them my reference point. And I'm comparing myself in these negative ways and I'm stepping in to the gap. So I just want to strongly encourage you to sit down, write who, what is defining your reference point, who is defining what success is. Because if we're living in the gap, 
we don't find happiness today. We say happiness is when we achieve this. But who's even saying what this is, what that level of success is? Is that coming from you? Do you even really want it? Or is it because somebody out there said that they want it, so now you want it? My sister, uh, I'll share one last story before we finish up. It's kind of funny. My sister decided that she was going to sell her house and she was going to move into an RV and she was going to travel around. And it looked like a blast. It looked amazing. I was so excited for her. And I'm following her on Instagram. Her life just looked amazing. And I told Alex, we're going to do this. Like, let's go and, and we'll test it out. We'll, we'll go to Florida. We'll visit her while we're there. And then we'll go to this place right off the beach and live there for six weeks. And it'll be amazing and it'll be fun. And was it fun? Yes. Was it everything I imagined in my mind it would be? No. I am not that person. I don't want to sell my house and buy an RV, guys. I don't. <laughs> when it came down to it, I don't want to do that. I want to travel, but I want my house to come back to. I am a homebody and that's okay. And looking back, I was like, I I was following all these RV families. I was thinking that's where it's at. That's where my growth and happiness will be at. And the truth is, I actually don't like RVing. I don't like I like traveling for a a week and I want to come back home and I want my home base that I just absolutely love. And that's okay. It's great for the RV families and it's great for me because I'm not them and they're not me, right? So take inventory today. Who is defining your success? Are you comparing and competing with you or somebody else? Because I tell you, Happiness is found in the game and it's found in making yourself your reference point. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. If you have any questions at all, send me a DM on Instagram at Lifting Lindsay. You can also sign up for optimized training programs at liftinglindsay.com. 